Hello and welcome to another episode of Chino and the Hills. Uh, I'm your host, Thomas Ryan with Thomas Ryan Real Estate. Welcome to season two. Back at it this year with Chino and the Hills uh, and our first episode, very special guest, Katrina Johnson with Dahlia Home. Hi, Katrina. Hi, how are you doing? Doing well, thanks. Uh, thanks for j jumping on here with me. I appreciate you, uh, appreciate your time and uh, look forward to um, picking your brain a little bit on some, some design topics. Okay, that sounds great. I'm ready. Perfect. Um, why don't you just start off by kind of giving us an introduction of yourself, kind of where you grew up. Um, kind of what led you to the Chino, Chino Hills community, uh, maybe some background, family, all that good stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, um, so I was born, I'm an LA native, born in LA. I've grown up um, primarily in West Covina, um, but I've lived anywhere from San Diego up into UCLA, right? So I have a nice broad spectrum of Southern California. Um, went to school in Covina, went to UCLA for my undergrad, and then um, that actually took me to San Diego to um, work for Northrop Grumman. I don't know if you know of that company. Um, it's an aerospace company. Yeah. Um, I did cost planning and uh, project management there. Um, did it for about seven years. And then um, my go-to has always been interior design. It was something I was thinking about um, before I went to college. I got a construction job working in an office while I was in college. And that really just told me like, this is really where I wanna go. Um, so after having my second child, I decided to stay home. And then I started my business from the ground up and it's been about five years now. So um, yeah, so always have been an avid fan, always constantly learning. I go to seminars, I go to trade shows. Um, and I've really pivoted it so that um, this is just my passion and I've um, put everything I have into it. So it's been, it's been really good so far. Got it. You led me in my next question, kind of what, what's your involvement in, in the community, Chino Chino Hills? What, what is the, the, the business that, that you own and uh, kind, of, kind of tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So I own an, an interior design studio here in Chino. Um, it's currently based out of my home. Um, I've been running it for five all, years. All businesses are currently best. Yeah, home. right. That's right. I always forget that. Like now that's new normal. So yeah. uh, we're all at home now. Now you yeah. guys know what I do. <laughs> the kids running around all the time. Um, yeah. And it's been uh, a good year. It's been, uh, there's a lot of people um, renovating their homes right now. We're spending a lot of time inside. So kind of picking at those things that we were like, oh, we'll do later. And a lot of it's happening now. So definitely um, we'll, yeah. we'll get it. We'll get into those uh, a little bit later in the conversation. Sounds um, good. So tell me how long have you been in the industry and, and uh, did, you um, just, did anything like kind of ease you into it or did you just kind of go full fledged or like, how did that? It was so that um, construction job that I had in high school. Um, it, um, the company, was primarily based in kitchen and baths so um but um more on the higher end so there was a lot of um detail um that needs to be involved in planning and sourcing items and just this whole idea of creating a space that people can enjoy um while figuring out all the nitty-gritty in the back like really made me think like this is something i want to do i think there's a there's a voice that's miss um, that's missing when there's the contractor um, 
and there's the client and they have these ideas and yes the contractor knows what he's doing i'm all for that um and you know can get the logistics that are behind the walls whether we're talking about plumbing or electrical um but i do think if um you're looking for peace and function and everything to be cohesive there does need to be this creative component component um to kind of see those fine lines and kind of get you what it is that you need and translate it into something that's really you're going to enjoy for a long time got it so let's get into it um you know what everybody's coming to listen or watch this podcast what are the what are the trends for 2021 okay so um a lot that's been happening um what you will start seeing more in um, everyone's homes is we're we're starting to whiten and brighten um, the insides. That could be from going from a like a creamy white wall, um, or we're talking about white cabinetry in the kitchen. Um, very subtle, serene colors. So whether it's like a light gray to a, a warm cream. Um, something in the beige region that's not from like the 90s, but a little softer um, and there's a little neutral warmth. Um, those will be very popular um, for um, interior walls um, and just getting that really serene feeling in the inside. Um, there's also a lot of what I've, I find interesting and it has to do with everyone being home is um, there's a lot of uh, custom mill work or like woodwork that people are requesting, whether it's cabinets or it's floating shelves. Um, everyone's really focusing on how to best utilize their space at home. Now that everyone's working and going to school and hanging out with the dog all day, um, there's just a lot um, going on now. So a lot of people concentrating on that. Um, what else? Um, I've seen that people are, um, now that spring is coming, we're gonna spend a lot of time outdoors, um, bringing that uh, third space, that outdoor space, uh, really really utilizing it. So um, whether it's investing money in, say a pergola or outside an outside structure to give you shade so you can have that outdoor space, um, that's going to be something that's really popular. Um, getting, um, whether you're reseeding your grass or adding new plants, that would be a good time probably in the next, um, month to get that going um so by summertime you have something um established and ready to go yeah i mean you touched on a a, a big question of mine obviously i'm in the the real estate space and we're hearing a lot of things with obviously a lot of people working from home and they're even making moves to um you know more suburban areas and without mm -hmm. being in the the epicenter of cities and stuff like that it's obviously giving them the, the ability to have a larger home larger spaces um, some flex spaces, um, yes. multi-use spaces and stuff like that. Um, what, what have you seen, heard, had requested as far as like, as far as that's concerned? I mean, like Zoom rooms and, and uh, school from home or work yeah. from home. Um, what, what are, what are some, some of those some things? Some things that I have seen, um, just it's dependent on your size. Um, but um, like a typical house, I think in Chino Hills is probably, I would say around uh, we can go anywhere from like 1800 to 2200 square feet. Yeah. Um, average you know, size. Yeah. Bigger and smaller. But yeah. um, with those, um, I've had requests for um, custom desks, right? So I, 
uh, locating an area in the home that um, we can have maybe one or two um, people at a time working kind of at a workstation. Mm. So trying to implement that. Um, we've seen um, there needs to be more um, like bookshelves and shelving, whether it's in the living room or even near the dining room. The dining room has become the new workstation. Yeah. So um, <laughs> having something there um, in those rooms to just kind of tuck away, whether it's the laptops from the kids' school or, you know, files that you may have in, um, in a box, right? We're just getting those away. And um, you're, you're, I'm finding that a lot of organization, uh, whether it's the pantry or the garage, um, really important to help utilize this space so that we can all, I don't know, work freely and function properly as if we were at home or at school. While at the same time, like enjoying the space you're in, right? Like mm-hmm. gone are the days of like the metal filing cabinet in the <laughs> yeah. closet or, you know, like wherever in the house, right? Like right. There, I would imagine there's, you know, we're constantly living and working in the same space. So, you know, you kind of want to enjoy that space. So, you know, shift from, from those types of things to, to more uh, ergonomic and, and more design function yeah. storage spaces. Yeah. Um, there's more possibilities than staples, but, um, you know, as your go-to for office furniture, but yes, things that are, um, a little more than utilization, right? Uh, more of a, beyond a basic foundation, people are a little more selective in what their desk looks like. Um, how will it function for everyone? Does it have enough space? Um, so yeah, so you have a lot of that going on right now. Got it. So with that, what are some design or paint, as you kind of t- talked mm-hmm. about 90s paint, what are some design and paint mistakes that um, homeowners can make when they're doing some, um, whether it's DIY think, or, or a, a full-on project? Right. So I, I love and use Pinterest just like every modern woman I think does uh, today. Um, send men too. Um, yeah. But um, what's great and not so great about that is that there's a lot of resources as to, you know, what pink color should I paint my bedroom or my living room? The issue with paint is, is that it's so um, particular to a space. Like you can, you can go online and you could say, what's the top five colors? And you can go to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy little samples and start using them all. Um, and that will get you a result. I think you'll find something, but um you're going to need, um, sometimes there's these um, undertones in paint that can really determine what the color is um, that you really need to pay attention to. And so something um, as easy as a white paint can either be too yellow or too blue or too green. Um, so I've taken courses so that I can um, navigate that for clients and really just pinpoint what will work in their space. Because we're talking about uh, lighting, whether your lighting is more of a yellow tone or a blue tone. Um, you gotta look at the fabrics in your room. Um, you know, uh, what's currently in the in the space and that's gonna determine what kind of colors you have. But um, still um, a lot of white. Um, some of my favorite colors um, are from Sherwin-Williams. There is um, alabaster, which is a nice warm white. And then there's um, Chantilly Lace, and that one is another go-to that I use all the time. They really don't have a lot of those undertones in there and, and can go into almost every space. 
I know that experience very well. We went to paint one of our rooms and it was a, uh, like the guest room in the house. And we must have tried like 12 different grays. And yeah. <laughs> we did not want a grayish blue or a grayish purple lavender. Yeah. We wanted a true gray. We couldn't get it. And, yeah. you know, you, you put it on a sample in the store. You put it on a sample in another room and looks great and then this i don't know it was just yeah. the lighting and uh yeah. i gave up and i just went with <laughs> with a simple white for the room there you go you know this yeah it has to do with the lighting and then it has to do with how much sunlight comes in i mean yeah it can sometimes be daunting yeah um, and gray in particular it can get blue or purple or brown or any other color but gray so yeah. i totally understand yeah for sure um <laughs> when it comes to budget like obviously home renovations depending upon the size of the project can be you know they can cost a pretty penny um mm -hmm. how do you navigate kind of coming up with a budget obviously you can just get quotes you know the typical get three quotes type thing and go with it but how, how do you you know how do you budget well, yeah so the budget um for any project or renovation whether you're you know painting your your room just to get a, a quick little fix um, update to your home or you're going to redo your kitchen that hasn't been touched in 25 years um, you know still things you have to think about and I think budget even though we can say we have a number or clients will like have this basic idea I would say about nine out of ten people who come to me don't have an idea of what their budget is um, or they have this amount of money, but they don't know what to do with it or how much can they get with that money. So um, I help the um, people out with that by, um, I mean, there's a couple of ways. Um, I help them establish a budget according to their project, according to keywords that they tell me, whether it's, you know, they're more budget oriented, they're more uh, design, um, you know, they wanna see something with a little more style, um, and how they use it, how many kids they have, whether they have animals, all of these things um, determine what product you're gonna get. So to get a budget, um, we have to think about um, what it is, whether it's flooring or kitchen cabinets and getting a ballpark number. I already have um, budgets in place, whether it's for flooring or kitchens or bedrooms or living rooms, and I have a high-low budget for that. And according to what people tell me, I will kind of navigate them and give them this rough estimate at the very beginning, saying, you know, your house is 2,000 square feet, you want a mid-range project, you know, it's going to cost you fifteen dollars to $20,000, dependent on how fancy the wood is and how fancy uh, your contractor is. <laughs> so, sure, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so um, things like that. So that's one of the very first things we touch on when we get our clients um that's the first thing we discuss so we are both comfortable with what a project's going to be it's usually when people come to me and ask me you know i'm, I'm interested in doing my kitchen what is it going to cost and sticker shock you know when i have to say well you want to change the layout and you want to change the flooring and you want these nice cabinet you know fifty thousand dollars is going to get that uh seventy thousand dollars if you move a wall and I mean this, and I get it all the time, this, this sheer shock and this number as if like I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it all. But um, no, it's, um, it's, it's good though, because then you have realistic expectations as to what's gonna go on with the project going forward. And you can see that and, and um, 
understand that once we have that budget in place and we're comfortable with the numbers, um, you know, then you can start looking for what services you need and then um, be, you're able to go forward with that. If you have a plan, you're going to do 10 times better than just like you said, calling three people up and saying, sure, give me this this idea and I have 10 ideas to do instead of the one I truly need. Right. So, right. right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you led me right into my next question. Kind of like oh, how can obviously with budgeting, obviously communication with your contractors um, go into a little bit how, how an interior designer can, um, you know, really, really is aid you in the process, the project, the renovation. Um, and how, how do you choose that right person? Yeah. Obviously, obviously it's going to be Katrina, but you know, yeah, I would hope you would like to say that. Yes. But if you're in Connecticut, <laughs> you know, you're listening it's to this. It's a little harder. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's, I would say, you know, there are so many great interior designers and there, are, there's a wide spectrum of people, just like there's a wide spectrum of clients. Right. And so um, kind of mirroring the two so that you're compatible. It's really great when you're on the phone. Well, first of all, call the interior designer that you would like to speak with. I think being on the phone with, whether it's a firm or the actual designer themselves, but being on the phone and being able to discuss your project and, and kind of feeling what that rapport is, is really important because you guys we got to get along in order to go through the next you know three to eight months together right yeah yeah um my sole purpose um when i come on to a project is to help um facilitate what it is that you want done a lot of the times we can get very wishy-washy or once the walls are open people are like oh i would like to touch this and i would like to touch this and then the numbers keep cre creeping up yeah and so my job is kind of to say okay we can do that but let's talk about the budget that we put in place do you have this magical twenty thousand dollars <laughs> and it's not like on hgtv where every time they get the yes answer oh yeah. you have oh randomly you need a new hvac system it's exactly don't worry about it we can we can put 500 into it but if we really all right go ahead give me 10 no problem exactly find it no, we all don't have this magical money yeah. over here um i wish um yeah so my goal is to um best utilize the budget that you do have in place right um making sure that yes what okay let's say it's a kitchen um renovation and a lot of the aesthetic and the outward appearance it does matter but there's so much that goes into a kitchen before you even get to that place but um you know i would guide you and say you know we're 75 percent in the project and i know you really like this tile but at 20 dollars a square foot mm, you know you can but it'll cost you a lot more you know what what about this as an alternative, right? right. So my right. goal is to kind of get these solutions in front of you. And also what I, what I do love that I do that I think is kind of funny that people don't, it's not this thing that people often say, but I help narrow down people's uh, uh, decisions. And I say, here are three, choose one. And I think for a lot of people, there's this fright or there's this like hesitation and nothing will get done for years because they can't make that choice. And so my whole job is to kind of get you to do that so that it's more easy. So you have a better flow and you're, you're more 
like confident in your decision. Um, I really think um, when you get into these projects and you start opening walls and people start talking a different language to you and you don't understand, um, it can get very overwhelming. And so my job is to make this experience um, pleasurable as, as if construction can be that, but really kind of um, handhold and um, guide you. And once questions start coming in from the contractors or the vendors, being able to be your go-to solution and giving you those answers so you're more confident making your decisions. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you drive down State College in Anaheim and it can be it, quite overwhelming with the yes. millions of tiles. Like how, yes. how are you going to pick a backsplash? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like which store do I go to? Stuff like that. So yes. that's huge. I, again, a personal experience. We, we had a, a situation where we had one store that we were getting our um, actually countertops from and, and tile mm -hmm. actually for that matter. Mm -hmm. It made it so much easier because it's yeah. like, well, yeah, there's still a lot, but Hey, this is this is where we're getting it. So yeah. uh, you know, just to just to narrow that down was was huge for sure. Yeah, so that, that makes exactly. a lot of sense, especially when you have a styled eye. You know, giving you three mm -hmm. styled great options. Like, how mm -hmm. can you go wrong? It just boils down to like, what's what's your personal preference out of out of these three? Makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, how can people best get in touch with you? You said give them a call. Um, You're on Instagram, Facebook. Where, where, where are we at? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have my own website. Um, my website is uh, www.daliahomeco.com. And on Instagram, you can follow. It's daliahome.co. And I believe it's the same on Insta, uh, Facebook. Um, yeah. So I have um, on my website lists. Um, my phone number and my email for contact information on there too. Um, under prospective clients, you can kind of see the pricing that I have for the services that I provide as well as a budget questionnaire and a new client inquiry form. So these are just basic questions that I have everyone answer because it kind of helps me navigate uh, where it is that you need to go in terms of what services I can provide for you. Um, and every, every um, project or service that I do, I always start with a design consultation um, that gets me to your home and we just talk all nitty gritty design dilemmas, um, what your future project may be, or, you know, I have um, I want to paint my house and the painter's coming in a week and I need colors, right? Yeah. So if with a design consultation, I can solve that for you, I can be there, I can give you the colors, and you can send those to your painter and you know be done. Because um, you can't make the decision between the 12 grades you brought home. So, um, <laughs> so exactly. that's what I can do, so. Perfect, perfect. Um, did we miss anything? Pro um, probably, but that's yeah, what- Yeah, but that's okay. I'm yeah. always readily available. Um, I really hope um, I can come back again next time I think I don't know, like maybe talk a little more about, I would love to see like what people are interested in asking, you yeah. know, whether it, it, for design, um, because everyone has such a certain, uh, different needs, right? Yeah. Like they have, yeah. um, and I would love to just see like what people are kind of stirring with, like what are they trying to figure out? Makes sense. Like high design versus function versus right. combo of both versus, you know, yeah, makes makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Perfect. Well, that's business side. Uh, let's get a little community oriented. Um, wh what do you like best about Chino and Chino Hills? 
Oh, um, okay. So I've lived here for, I think it's been five years now. So we transplanted and ended up here and we bought our first home here. I'm here in Chino. Um, I love it. Uh, my first thing, so I've lived all over Southern California, but this, I would say Chino and Chino Hills is the first community mm. that I feel like I've been in, meaning I know my neighbors. I, you know, the kids uh, that go to my ki um, kids' schools, like we have play dates. We, you know, this whole idea like wasn't something I really didn't experience till I got here. And it's probably my favorite part, just knowing like whether I go to the store or, you know, we have kids practice and then we go somewhere else. Like I'm always gonna see someone and we're just all going through this similar stage in life with the kiddos. And I don't know, just everyone here to me is really, their intention is to take care of their home, whether it's spiritually, physically, or just keep this loving relationship with their family members. I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's, that's um, too much, but I just like that part um, or the sense of community where people are really close to each other and help each other out. I've had so many experiences with that. That's interesting. I, you know, the common answer to that question has been the people, right? And mm -hmm. which is, I mean, that's such an obvious one, but that, that was definitely a little more like, like a, uh, an aside from a similar answer, but like the actual community of like the people and the versus, uh, you know, an alternative uh, city, yeah. you know, you can live in mm -hmm. San Diego, you can live in LA or even a smaller sub subset of LA mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah, to a certain extent, but I, I would have to agree for sure. Um, yeah. on, on that specific aspect of the people, um, mm -hmm. kind of coming together. So, uh, Quick, fast, fireball question. Home Depot okay. or Lowe's? Ooh, I go Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All I right. probably spend every Saturday at Home Depot buying something to fix my house or do a project for someone else. So, Got it. And then last one, number one, go to food spot, coffee shop, Froyo, whatever it is in Chino or Chino Hills. Okay, my favorite little coffee shop is um, the Dirty Penguin in Chino Hills. Have you ever been there? You know, I've walked in there once. I uh -huh. wait, I might have got a coffee once, but I think I walked in there randomly one time. But uh, and you felt confused, or did you I, buy a coffee? I think so. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if I actually bought a coffee, um, or if I was just poking my head in after going to Roscoe's or something. But yeah, yeah, um, maybe you got yeah. lost going to the car. Yeah, same, same parking lot as Roscoe's right there. But yeah, explain yeah. the confusion. Explain the confusion yeah. for, for yeah. someone who no, hasn't been there. I mean, it's a cute little coffee shop that I've been going um, early on in my career when I needed to get out of the house. That was like my go-to spot to do work when I met clients there. And so just for me, just a fun little spot. Kind of reminds me of like Pasadena, kind of like this upscale coffee shop. But everyone's really friendly. The owner is really great. Um, they have this area curtailed just to like little kids. So perfect for me right. um, to meet up. Yeah. Uh, so that's my little go-to spot. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining me. Yeah. Thanks for all the information. I'm, I'm like I said, um, we definitely missed a lot. I'm sure of it. And, and at the same time, like a lot of it's, I would imagine very, very particular to the specific person, the specific home and stuff like that. So it's hard to kind of just lump it all in, but. Um, yeah, I mean, overall though, just, you know, um, I would say, I guess the difference between getting like an interior designer or like free design from a store is that custom personal component. Yeah. I can't put a, you know, 
we can compare myself to the free services at Home Depot or Lowe's or at Floor and Decor. Um, but it's not going to be the same because I, you know, I go to your house, I get to know you, I, you know, see what, what's the whole like fabric behind what is going on with this project versus yeah. just seeing it as these four walls you're trying to clean up. You see the kids taking a hammer to the floor and the yeah. furniture and <laughs> we need something yeah. a little more durable. <laughs> yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. I know Perfect. where to go for that. So Perfect. Well, thanks again for joining me um thanks to you everybody uh listening in watching in for our first episode of season two of chino in the hills uh until next time have a good day bye hi thomas here thanks so much for listening in and if you like what you heard please be sure to subscribe to the channel also if you have a suggestion for another person we should interview or you would like to be interviewed please be sure to send us a DM on our Instagram at Chino and the Hills. Thanks. Bye.